Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Casting the Spotlight episode number 38. Getting there, huh? We're getting there. The next <laughs> milestone's coming up. That's 40. God damn, it's we've had we've had quite a backlog of episodes, you know, where you look at the history like that's transpired since we started the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's almost, Yeah, it's funny to look at the catalog. You know what? It June 10th actually. Think of it. June 10th will be three years since the first one. Yeah. yeah. So, that's kind of wild. But, uh, hope everybody's been tuning in for the last episodes with uh, Ricky and Brendan. They were pretty damn good. I mean, we've been trying to fire them back since we kind of came back and mounted our big assault on you with our podcast. <laughs> so... Hopefully everybody's been listening and enjoying. We're trying to get some more guests in here, but we figured we'd throw you a solo one this time around. Catch back up on, you know, whatever's going on. Yeah. I feel like it was nice, too, with both of them because it was, like, vastly different kinds of conversation, too. I think Ricky was really, uh, like, he came in with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of, not that Brendan didn't, but like just with a lot of, he was amped to do it for a while. He's just like, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to be on? I'm like, I told you, I was like, you'll be on in good time. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and then, you know, we came back with our four, first solo one and then um, brought Ricky on. I think it I think it worked out perfect. Then we got to talk a lot of content we really love and are passionate about with Brendan, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, as you can see, because people are like, oh yeah, you spent an hour talking about whatever the fuck. <laughs> Nobody said that. Spend an hour on Walking Dead, an hour on Star Wars. I could spend hours on it. I could spend hours on football, MLB. Talk pro wrestling. We could spend fucking (laughs) three and a half hour podcast. Probably twenty four (laughs) hours. Um, man. Well, that's the thing. Is like these podcasts have always been. They can really go anywhere. Like they can really be directed towards any kind of conversation you know yeah that's always what i liked is that we we can cast the spotlight on anything everything we want to nice about kind of versatile guests too is that it it also expands our horizons you know because we will tend to like not that it's necessarily a bad thing because the people that are into that content will continue to listen to that kind of shit but like we'll talk about the shit that we like you know Mm -hmm. if it's just us or if it's somebody that's like relates to us in that way but like when we kind of bring in somebody from the outside they kind of can open us up to more conversation and shit, well i like you know? that and like through our segment like the good the bad and the shits has always opened up more stories and conversations like we bring up a topic that somebody's relates to or you know mm-hmm. it's some place they've been or somebody they've met you know maybe uh but yeah it's i don't know i've always enjoyed doing that I'm trying to get over this freaking stupid <laughs> this tooth thing from earlier, man. I knew this motherfucker was going to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dentist problems are the worst. Well, like, finally having insurance again, I knew I was going to have to take care of, like, all the stuff I need to take care of, like, pretty quickly. Because it's been a while since I've even been in the dentist, like, trying to avoid... Like, well, whenever COVID first hit, and, like, you know, we were just kind of, like, talking about the podcast, and then we went from, what, 20 to 21, and we are like, I guess it's a big deal, but let's just get hammered. <laughs> um... And, like, you know, you can see kind of the progression there, but it's just, like, fucking through a lot of that time that it was difficult to make appointments and stuff, I don't think people did. And now that things feel kind of more opened up than ever, they really do. And, like, a lot of people are, are booking shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really, like, starting to take the spots. And so that's what they were talking about at the dentist. They were, like, because I was hoping 
all that shit would work out, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I had to go get stuff not too long ago, because it had been a while, like, and it just seems like once I, like, moved out, or, like, I was just off my parents' dental thing, and I didn't really have a dentist for a minute, like, it, of course, once it was up to me, like, I slacked on it for a little bit, because I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, that's not top priority, nope. like, I gotta handle all this <laughs> other shit, I gotta pay all these bills and do this, like, I don't got the time or the money for the dentist, and then next thing you know, it's years, and you're like, I you gotta go. <laughs> so many people I, I have heard, like, at work, and, like, our friends are just whoever, like, yeah, it's been years since I went. <laughs> it's like, good God. Dude, like, it's it's kind of rough, because even if your insurance is good, they're still having you pay some shit out of pocket and everything, you know? And it's yeah. like, if you ever need anything major done, it's like, you got to really, you know, you got to take care of your stuff, and, like, lesson learned, I mean, especially, like, I mean, I've been kicked off insurance a couple times because of my parents and everything, like, but, like, <laughs> which is bullshit, but it is what it is. Uh, and and then I get my own insurance that I have to leave there, and then I'm like, well, fuck, I've been without insurance for, like, quite a bit of time. Yeah. But, I don't know. It does make you feel a little more, like, secure and shit. But that's why everybody bitches about our healthcare system and shit, because there's no... You know, there's not a guarantee that you can even be taken care of or, like, that you're, you know, if you don't have any. I mean, unless you're, like, if, literally on your deathbed, yeah. then they're going if to If it's do an emergency, like, yeah, they're going to call you a $1,163 ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to That's, I mean, it. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one time my grandma had, like, a, had like an episode... <laughs> Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Sounds like somebody's trying like to break somebody, in here. It always feel, it seems like somebody twiddles with the fucking yeah. <laughs> with the little lock, you know. <laughs> Not the that's because yeah. that's because honestly, it's because this apartment building's built on top of a burial ground. That's what you it is. It, it was fifty two a Potter's Field. Seven years built after on top Hitler of, hit the big one, and they said they dug those bodies. Big the big one, I rephrase. They dug those bodies up and relocated them before building this apartment complex. Where they put them? They re they like buried them in some <laughs> cemetery apparently. But what are you going to put them under? What are you going to do? It's like <laughs> I guarantee you they left some. You think you're going to get everybody out of the hole? They might have. <laughs> Who knows how big the hole was? It's dude, it was like a polio. Decaying the bodies were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't get everything. Yeah, this place is haunted for sure. <laughs> Maybe not this exact this, place. I mean, yeah. I, somebody might be fucking around, though. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> They're like... Yeah, that's wild. It was way better than that time that, uh... The fucking, uh... That lady and her kids were upstairs, and they would always run around and shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a fun era. Wait, oh, yeah, before I forget, I feel like I started a story, and then I was like... Got distracted by that lock. I said, like, my grandma, and then I just yeah, stopped. Yeah, yeah. But one time she had, like, an episode at a restaurant at Hodak's and stuff, and they called the ambulance, of course, you know? Like a vertigo kind of thing? She just kind of, like, slumped over. She just kind of, like, passed out. We don't really know what... I can't really remember what exactly it was. It was years and years ago. I was a kid. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they called an ambulance, and they brought the stretcher and the restaurant and all this shit. Big deal. And she was not having it. Like, she was like, 
embarrassed. She's like, I'm not getting on that thing. <laughs> so they like walked out with her, I'm pretty sure. Then when she got out there, she was like, like telling my dad pretty much like, no, like if you guys want to take me to the hospital, like just take me. Like there's no reason I need to go in this ambulance because she knew that it was not going to be cheap to ride in that ambulance. No. Oh no. And like if you have the choice... <laughs> I mean, you're going to want to not to. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure they made her, too. She was not fucking happy about it, either. Yeah. But, yeah, they do that. Once the ambulance they, is called they and they're there... they life in there, that's, that you have to go, obviously. Like, cause they yeah, or if they're worried about you, they're like, well, come with us. You know, it's better for you to come with us in case something happens on the way. Yeah. But, like... Even still, it's like, yeah, well, I would if you guys fuck if this wasn't over a grand for this mile ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> just wheel me down, like. Uh, yeah, just keep me on the stretcher. <laughs> walk me down the block, man. <laughs> That's what I tell him. Like after my uh, accident, like I, I tell. <laughs> Right, like, I think I told my mom that. I was like, they, I was like, you didn't have to put me in the wheelchair and all that, so you could have just wheeled me outside. I would have, you know, I would have recouped at some <laughs> point or another. Because <laughs> I was like pissed off about how much the medical bills and shit were. Because <laughs> they're fucking absurd, man. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, man. It's it's not friendly. Um, Jesus. The healthcare Christ. system is not friendly. <laughs> Well, it's like nobody's gonna pay that back. It's like it's three hundred thousand dollars, four hundred, you know, depending on the severity. Yeah, especially of your, if you're trying to of your accident or whatever, or your live your thing. life. You don't have the money to pay all that back if you're no. trying to live, like. <laughs> no. Like once again, I got more important things to pay for. That's not top priority. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, like, no, but that's a little different because that shit that they pile on you if it's, like, an emergency, it's like, who the fuck can pay that off? Like, I mean, like, if you are rich, obviously you can pay for it, but it's just, like, how you nobody can pay that, like, straight off. It's, no. it's absurd. And, like, they can't, it's like, what are you going to do, take it out of my paychecks that I'll have no fucking money to live on the whole year? <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. Gotta join the fucking cartel just to pay for your <laughs> medical bills. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I always thought that too. I'm like, how, like, yeah, people pay for the shit, obviously, and you pay it off over time. People do that, but, like, everybody has, like, hospital bills and shit. I feel like they're not paying all the shit. That's, like, the last thing people pay. I always think, I'm like, how, like, and it just, how does the hospital have all this money? It just goes away if you die, too. It's just, like, uh, yeah. For that person, it would be kind of ridiculous for, like, you know, their family or their loved ones, whoever. It's like, oh, now you have the debt. It's like, what the fuck is this? It's probably like, I don't think it's, they gotta be bankrupt as fuck, right? The healthcare system. <laughs> like, uh, all their everybody bullshit, owes them money. All their bullshit and fucking pens and needles are upcharged. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about the dentist too. Like, we were talking about that. Like, yeah, I get you guys do, like, pretty intricate work in there, but it's like, mm-hmm. does your machinery really cost this fucking much money? It's where it's going to cost me $800 to fix this one, too? Or this like- is just my perspective, folks, from the consumer. And I bet there's people out there that agree. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's not like I practice all the shit and, like, I know how much this stuff actually costs. But, like, come on. There's no fucking buddy that can just, you know what I mean? Like, there's no <laughs> way you're getting that, that half back. joking. But no, it's there's like- no way you're getting that back. No. 
Yeah, it's wild. Like, at least with the dentist, like, it makes sense that they're making money hand over foot because everybody has, like, pay, has to pay those, it seems like, over time. Like, they're a little more stingy on you. They're like, no, you're paying this shit. <laughs> and We're so gonna set today, up a payment plan. You're fucking getting a bill every month. It's happening with the doctor. It's just like you can fucking get wheeled out of there, and you're like, all right, see ya, and not have to face that shit head on. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's fucking. It's you got to get stuff done though, and like lately, like since I've gotten insurance back, I've really been trying to get all my. You know, just the stuff taken care of. Like, luckily, vision's not too much more. Like, you get taken care of with contacts or whatever, and, like, you're good for a year. You're good for, you know, a year and a half, and you can stretch them and, like, make them last and shit. Yeah. So you don't got to worry about... Both your parents have pretty good eyes, too, don't they? Uh, no. They no? both got glasses. My really? mom, actually, to read, sometimes put on two pairs of glasses. Did once? Yeah, it's fucking kind of funny, honestly. <laughs> she put on, like, her pair of glasses, and then she put on, like, my dad's pair, like, lower. I, I, I didn't know if there was, like, a warm-up And pair, she'll, like, know? look at the shit. I mean, Dad, he, yeah, they're, they're eyes are I actually have seen them. They're fine, like, if they're just, you know, living life. You think you're going to get glasses? But if they got to read something, they're they're struggling. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe when I get older. My eyes already get, like, foggy and shit sometimes, and yeah. I gotta, like, clear, try to clear it out. I don't have, like, the stigmatisms or any, like, the major, like, stuff that needs, you know, work or, or something that, like, they're worried about. Like, my contacts are pretty, like, normal and shit, but I don't know. I just usually, like, load up and try to make the pairs last and everything. But, once again, it's one of those things, but luckily, Vision's only taken out of your paycheck fucking barely anything. Because you only go there, like, once a year if you have stuff you looked at. Yeah. My vision's okay without anything, with because I don't wear glasses much, but, like, like with just contacts and whatever. But I don't think I would be able to see, you know, a lot of far distance, like, uh, words and shit like that, or they'd get a little foggy and shit together. I definitely, yeah. I think I can still see objects pretty well, but... That night I was Palpatine, man, at fucking Halloween. I, uh, I put the regular contacts in instead of, like, my prescription ones. And, like, I can see pretty well. Like, it felt like it was, like, more enclosed. Like, my peripheral like peripheral vision wasn't really all the way there. But I feel like I could see everything just kind of fine. I mean, all I really needed to see was where I was going and yeah. who was there and shit. But, yeah, I definitely think, like, words get all fucked up whenever, you're, whenever your shit's like that. As a kid, man, it was weird as fuck because, like, <laughs> there were some stylish glasses that I, like, would see some people wearing sometimes and shit. And, like, I remember, like... Telling my mom, like, man, I wish I had to get glasses and shit. It's like, that I can wear these things? And she's like, you don't <laughs> want that at all. There's you a lot have of bad vision and you would... <laughs> yeah, she's getting a lot of shout-outs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember telling her that for some reason. Like, because I thought there were some glasses that looked cool and I wanted to be able to wear them and mm. shit. <laughs> And I was like, well, I don't want to damage my eyes the way. But like, <laughs> some of these look cool. You put, you put them on, oh, that's going to screw you up. Yeah, that's going to mess your vision. <laughs> I mean, dude, my, yeah. I've put on some pairs of glasses, though. Haven't you put on, like, yeah. a pair of your grandparents' glasses or some shit before? Yeah, and you're like, yeah. damn. I See, my prescription, once again, like, whenever they pulled my fucking contact out of my eye when I was there, and they just gave me my glasses to wear instead at the hospital... I was just, I would put those on, but the problem was, even then, they were, like, 
a few prescriptions behind. I was like, this ain't doing any fucking good, man. I can see I have some badly grown facial hair, and I can see that, uh, I, you know, I probably need to shower here soon. But it's like, man. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, the problem is insurance a lot of times gives you only, like, the fucking option to get glasses or contacts or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, I'm like, well, I ain't put that shit on my face if I don't have to. Just that's me personally, because I'm like, yeah. I just get annoyed on my nose, like, and around, like, after a while. Yeah, I feel like I'd be the same kind of person. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I could, if I could get used, i get used to it if I had to, obviously, but, like, I'm like, for now, I'm like, I still don't have a problem putting in the contacts. A lot of people, like, don't like to touch their eye and shit. Yeah, but I used to be that way, for I, sure. I don't mind it. And plus, you know, I probably don't. I probably sleep in mine a little too often, but they said, like, they're like, take it out, like, once a week and, you know, make sure, like, a lot of people are supposed to take them out once a day, but if you have the sleeping kind, you're okay. I don't have the sleeping kind, but I've never really had any issues with it. Dude, I, yeah, I've heard those horror stories. Oh, you don't oh, have to get my, stuck my in the back of your fucking eye. fell asleep and with them in all the time, and then she found out that she had fucking 18 compacted behind her eye. And she had to have surgery to get the shit. Like, I've heard those stories, like, on the internet before, and I'm yeah. like, can this shit be true? Like, 18. That sounds, that's a whole, like, that's horrific. That seems like it would be doing some, ugh. Real nasty. damage to the and back your of your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had that happen. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I'd be scared to sleep with them in. Just be, I mean, I guess once you're used to them being in there, you don't really notice them, but, like, I feel like, yeah, they definitely bother me just because I've never really had them, so <laughs> trying to put them in would be an issue, probably. So, on some of the newest Cardinals fucking news, I mean, we're still really early in the season, but Pujols hit at 680 run, uh, and 681, I believe. He's got 19 more to make 700, and he'll be one of the yeah. top, like, what, six players of all time? You got, yeah. like, Willie Mays. Okay, you got Barry Bonds at the top. You got Hank Aaron in the second. You got Babe Ruth in third. Yeah, I think you got, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you have Willie Mays at four, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, Maybe we should probably somebody, just look yeah, up just, the home run leaders. But no, I mean, this is a huge thing. Like, if Pools can hit 700, like, this deep in his career, even as a DH on the Cardinals now, oh my God, like, what a career, man. What a fucking career. I don't care That was a bomb say. yesterday, too, and it was a three-run shot. Yeah, Huge. I know some people were talking about it, uh, wishing it was like a grand slam. It's still badass, you know, what it was. The Cardinals are still at the top of the division right now. They're doing, I mean, it's we're like a sample size in, like 10, 12 <laughs> games, excuse me. It's all the beer, folks. Oh, shit. What's Can it saying? Can this be right? What's the list saying? If they booted Bonds, Baseballreference.com says... Barry Bonds at one, Hank Aaron at two, Babe Ruth at three, Alex Rodriguez at four, mm, Albert Pujols at five, Willie Mays at six. How many is he ahead of Mays? Says Mays had 660. So Pujols broke it like last year? Or maybe the year before that or something? Probably last year. Uh, so Alex Rodriguez is above Pujols? Alex Rodriguez has 696 on his career. So Pujols has got to hit 15 more to tie Alex Rodriguez. Current time. And Babe Ruth has 714, so 
He's not going to reach Hank Aaron or Barry Bonds. No, but. no, no. No, he could... Hey, that would be insane if he could break A-Rod become, like, number four of all time. Yeah. I don't think he's reaching Ruth either. He he has very good chance of beating A-Rod this yeah. year, though. He could be four all time, man. Yeah. And that dude was... If not the best or one of the best fucking contact hitters in the game for so long, for ten years, he was double central, <laughs> and he and he was a power hitter. Yeah, like literally, he could do it all. He was a fucking phenomenal first yeah, baseman. So many homers, every gold year gloves. Too. Him and Yachty and shit would win so many. Yachty's still winning them. Like, yeah. I'm so glad they had the chance to go out together. To be honest, we didn't really get to talk too much Cardinals with uh, Brendan. I don't think or Ricky. We didn't. But uh, yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it, and I definitely think whether we're still here or wherever, fucking, we got to go to some games. For oh sure. yeah, it's it'll be fun. I kind of want to go to a game soon. Really, get some cheap ass tickets. See the Cardinals squash somebody. Nolan Arenado, man, he's fucking hammered. Yeah, dude, too. we got a team. I man. know, offensive. Goldschmidt. The problem is, this is the kind of team that it's like we have got, we've got to have pitching though to get us anywhere close yeah. to the series. Anywhere close to the series, like we have a we have a good like paper line on paper lineup, and some of those guys are really a truly good still and great. I mean, Nolan's still great. Goldschmidt's at least still good. Yeah, he's he's still. Yeah, I like him. Me too. I feel like we could definitely. I mean, Wainwright can pitch our division this year yeah. maybe to the playoffs. He can pitch his lights out and, uh, you know, give one last great performance. Everybody's got one last in him. And Yachty does, too. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the rest of the season, honestly. It'll be, yeah, it's kind of like the farewell tour and, like, everybody yeah. knows it, you know? Yeah. What were we just talking about, like, that, <laughs> that Molly Crew thing? Well, before, I, I guess, <laughs> speaking of farewell tour, but, like, no... I fucking, yeah, not to bash him or anything like that, but I'm like, some of those videos that I saw of Vince trying to sing were fucking, he was like, mouthing the words and just doing this Well, shit. dude, I, do you, like, Vince, yeah, I'm not trying to, like, shit on him really here either. No, he's like, been through a lot of shit, man, I'm not gonna. He, like, you can tell just from looking at him, like. He doesn't look as, like, times looks But much. times have been fucking rough on him, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like Nikki and Tommy have held up definitely the best, which is crazy, because they were the hardest in the drugs. Yeah. I mean, Nikki had died for like, yeah. a few minutes. That was insane. Yeah, they both went ham on drugs. Nikki was just, yeah, like, hardcore heroin addict. Fucking. And now he's, he looks still yeah. like Nikki Six, you he know? He's like, he's into, like working out and shit. Yeah, he's probably in the best shape almost of any of them. I like. I would want to really see them, but I'm like one of the videos that I saw of him just. It's like he's just mouthing what it sounds like instead of singing the lyrics in the song. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm pretty sure I saw an article. I it was a, like a while ago, but I think it was for the tour that they're about to go on because it got delayed. However many mm. times because of COVID and stuff. That's another thing. Everything's got fucking pushed back last couple of years like that. Some stuff's just now, like, some show that Ricky, like, I, I don't know if he said it when he was on, but before we had him on, he's, like, he's been trying to see a show 
for like three years he's yeah. having tickets or something. It's like, oh my god. It's like, how could it get pushed back that long? Yeah, that like, last tour, year, I think, was 2020. They made a lot of shit happen, but it does feel like this will be like the, the first true summer that's open in quite some time. Like around here, I think. Yeah. Some of the other states, Florida, Texas, some of those other like southern states have been open, more open for a while, but parts here, like especially the city, have been more restrictive in certain at certain times. Yeah, I think Nikki actually even said publicly like that he was worried about this tour, like worried about like Vince's health and shit, kind of like worried. What kind of health that stuff he, that does he, he have? wasn't gonna be like able to perform and shit like he was trying to he tried to like I think he tried to get him on a workout regimen and shit and stuff like that because he like wanted him to be in better shape for this tour and <laughs> why doesn't he want to be I don't know he's uh <laughs> fucking you know but I mean I'm worried I'd be like they're, I'm sure they're worried as hell about Mick too cause last tour he had to be like propped up on shit the whole time like I feel that's... He'll be sitting down this whole tour, probably. It's awful, like, when you watch the dirt, and it's, like, showing fucking what is, like, going on with his body. It, like, just just slowly being pulled down yeah. to the earth and stuff, like, his spine. It was just, like, he. what did he say? How did he say it's, like, um, cement? It's, like, hot cement, hot yeah, cement. like... And just sticking to his spine. Slowly pulling you to the ground. Yeah. Over the course of many years. And it's just like, the dude, like, I feel, you know, and he always did, he, like, he knew fucking what it could do, and, like, he stayed away from a lot of the stuff, and he just kind of drank. Yeah. I mean, he still, you know, he still had his version of his fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, he was kind of the older sort of, like... Kind of like, I need to know you guys aren't pulling dick. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, they're all younger than him. and He's always, Tommy, he's always like, shut up, kid. Or, yeah, shut up, yeah. teenager. Like yeah. that all the time. It's not about, and then whenever like Vince left and shit, he's like, Nikki's just like doing those interviews. He's like, it's not about, you know, then, you know, it's about now and stuff. <laughs> He was actually gone for quite a while. Like I didn't realize how how long he was gone because he was gone because they released that like grunge album that apparently wasn't that bad. I haven't really listened to much yeah. of it. I just mainly listened to like the first five '80s Motley Crue albums. But like yeah, that those one, are, those are the fucking best ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess technically Doctor Feelgood was in the '90s. I was like '89, I think. Oh yeah. Well. The, uh, I guess the tour might have probably been... Like, I bet ACDC sounds fucking pretty Oh, yeah, they probably... Life. I feel like a lot of those bands still do. Like, I would love to see Kiss, too, but they're not all the original members anymore because Gene Simmons kind of an asshole. And, I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's Kiss. He's part of Kiss. Like, he's a huge part of Kiss. Yeah, but he's fucking... I'm not saying he isn't. That's the I've reason never that Kiss either. is, like, marketed the way they are. Like, and how they have their shit... On absolutely everything, because Gene was just like, he's a businessman. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was trying to make they every last huge. fucking dime he could off of them. They did become huge, though. Yeah, I mean they, you know, they sold fucking out shows all over the world. But then it was like Ace was a big part of the band, but he 
had his problems. Like, he fucking did some drugs and he had a real alcohol problem and shit. And fucking Gene was straight edge. Like, he was a sober dude. So he was... He did, just didn't understand that at all. And, like, he wasn't even really willing That's why to, he was a prick. Really willing to work with him or anything, though. He was just like, you're fucking out of the band. No, he's just... His attitude on shit. Like, I heard Mr. Thomas, I'm pretty sure, our uh, band teacher in, like, the junior high, that one of his, like, friends or somebody he knew was, like, a pyro guy for Scott Trade back in the day, and they had Kiss there, and, like... Gene at one of the intermissions came back to like yell at the pyro guy because Paul Stanley was getting more fucking pyro than he was. Mm-hmm. He's like, quit telling him to make me look, quit tell tell that guy to quit making me look like a pussy out there. He's like, I want the same amount of shit on my side. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I mean, they are the staples, like because yeah. they're the Paul, original Gene. guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, they are the faces you think of most. Definitely the names that come to mind. Yeah. But, the, yeah, they've been on everything and in everything forever, like cartoons and... They were in that 70s show. Well, that was not his actual son, though. Me and Nick had a conversation about that. He's like, wasn't that his actual son? I don't think it was, actually. I think it was somebody else. Um, Gene's son. No. He's like, shut up and eat your cornflakes! <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I think it was like the Reefer Madness episode, maybe like 3.1 of that 70s show, like season 3. Yeah. One, I don't know. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been probably the one. Or Red Seas Red, where he gets all pissed. <laughs> Damn it! Dude, so, speaking of that, I've seen more advertised about like, the apparent that 90s show, I guess, if I don't know anybody wants to confirm out there if it's like actually fucking happening. I mean, I guess they're writing it, just kind of making it right now and stuff, but... Uh, they said, like, Kitty and Red will be more of the core of, like, the show. Kind of yeah. like they were in the eighth season is what I've been seeing. Yeah, and then they'll be Donna like the... and Eric's daughter, Leia, I mean, she'll be staying with them for, like, the summer. And uh, that's kind of the premise that I've read. But I think, I mean, you know, if it's done right, it sounds interesting. Like, I think uh, there's certainly potential for uh, Topher Grace and Laura Preppin to guest star in it. Yeah, Donna, they'll probably Donna come in at some point. Um, maybe even like Kelso and Fez. Probably not Masterson unless he gets unless oh, the heat geez. unless the heat comes off of him and he's able to do shit because sometimes it's weird. You see what things happen. Like people are allowed to do stuff like that Deshaun Watson thing. <laughs> Dude, fuck or like, Deshaun Watson, man. Or like just something else. Well, I mean, I I don't even know what happened. Like so, it's weird because whenever you look at whenever you look at uh, segueing into that for a second. Whenever you look at the post about him, there's so many people in such support for him, and then there's so many people still like, how the hell is he even getting allowed to play? Yeah. It's kind of wild, like, but I don't know. Dude, oh, like, the the Cleveland fans, though, like, on their just personal page, it's like, he's still getting a lot of hate just because people are not happy in general about the trade because it's like, this motherfucker, like, who knows what's up with him, for one. Like, who knows if he's going to even play for two. Why'd you spend all the fucking money on him for three? They did, and they did all the fucking money. It's like... <laughs> but freaking, uh, yeah, that 90s show, like, I don't know. I mean, I like, who knows? But 
I mean, I definitely think there is potential for some of the kids that were always there to, like, stop by or, or like, maybe with their families or something if Kelso had somebody or Fez, you know, or yeah. fucking whatever. Like, it, it could be really cool. Like, part of me is, a, like, is a little, I guess, just, mm, should they kind of thing. But, I mean, they did try in England. I'm pre- pretty sure they tried at that 80s show or something like that. Or yeah. It was, like, a different, and it lasted for, like, a season was it, it like eighties or nineties? It was it was set in eighty four. Uh-huh. The that eighty show, but now they're actually going to. But it didn't have any of the characters that are in that seventy show. I should point out. Um. But yeah, it was supposed to be, I guess, the same world or something later on or whatever the fuck, or somewhere else. Um, that nineties show, like, so I guess her and Red and Kitty would be like kind of the main cast and stuff. I would think there would have to be somebody, like, maybe they they should, like, bring Bob back, too, or something. <laughs> Bob, damn it! That would be great. You think if Kelso came back, you think it'd be him and Jackie, since they're actually married in real life? It might be. That'd like, be pretty funny. It almost felt, even in the show, that they were the ones that were really supposed to be together. You know what I mean? To yeah. me. I don't know even know why, but it just seemed like that like even if they segued into the hide thing for like a little bit and then the fez thing yeah and then the fez thing <laughs> it uh but it just seemed like the dynamic like as as often as they like bitch at each other and fought like it just seemed like it was like they still they were like supposed to be you know after which is, the dumb yeah bullshit high school years yeah that eventually it was gonna work its way back around to that shit yeah because, I mean, they even had that scene where you, like, drove her to the bus and stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. For some reason, them two, this scene, it just made sense. Like, that they, that, that was their first kiss, too. Yeah. Jackie's. In real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On set, back in, like, 98, 99 or whatever, which, you know, in retrospect, when you think about it, you know. <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> She was like, lied about the shit. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, no, 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 I don't think she did. I think they knew, but she portrayed herself so maturely that they're like, we don't really have anybody better than we liked. And so they casted her. Kelso wasn't 18. I think he was like, I think he was, he maybe had just turned 17, but she was like 14 going on 15. So that was, you know, yeah, it was just like. It was kind of dicey, but it was, I don't know, I yeah, guess they're just like, school shit. But, but the other thing is, it makes sense that, like, they would allow it in fucking studios and production in Hollywood anyway, because they do all kinds of crazy stuff, and that's not the, not the most crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's really, anyway. that's like a freshman and a junior. Yeah. Really. Which happened often. Yeah. Freshmen and seniors often. dated. 15 and 17 year olds, yeah, that kind of shit did happen. Fucking, um, but yeah. It's wild. I don't know. I didn't know what to think about the, that 90 show concept. And then I guess I'm hearing just more and more that it's going to happen and that they're making it and shit. Because yeah. that 70 show is like one of my all all time favorites. Like, You know what I mean? So it's another one of those things that you don't want fucked with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. I hope that... I mean, it gives me faith though that it's Red and Kitty, like, at the helm of it. Because yeah. I feel like it, they'll, like, still 
be them, and it'll still be good. That's apparently what it is going to be, you know, and, like, Deborah Joe Rupp and Kerwood Smith, which is, you know, which are Red and Kitty, are like, well, they said, like, she was just in that WandaVision show last year that came out. She was literally, like, every bit as with it as she ever was, it seemed like. Just, yeah. you know, so I'm like, well, fuck, she'll, she'll go right back into being Kitty, probably just, you know, 20 years older. Or whatever. Dude, Red's gonna look like old as hell and he's just gonna be grumpy as shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, honestly, as I got older and shit, Red, like, became my favorite character. Like, I was I was always <laughs> ready to see, he's... like, what Red was gonna, like, say and shit. And once I really knew the show, I'm like, oh, man, here comes some classic Red lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it! That's where I eat dinner! <laughs> Scrub, damn it! <laughs> she's like, she's like going in like a circle, and he just <laughs> she's already scrubbing her ass off, and he's like, he's like, he's going he, to town. He on stops, it. looks at her, and he's like, scrub, damn it! <laughs> I am scrubbing as hard as I can. <laughs> That shit was the best. Dude, Better Call Saul premiere, though, on tonight, which we might drop this tomorrow, so it'll be yesterday, but good God. Like, the Breaking Bad, so the Breaking Bad sequel has finally caught up to, or the Breaking Bad prequel, rather, is finally caught up to Breaking Bad, almost. Like, this is the one that's going to bridge the gap, but it's going to be, like, yeah. Walt and Jesse and shit. I don't even understand how they're going to do this two-and-a-half-hour premiere. <laughs> Just because I don't... Like, is it going to really be that long? I'm excited if it is. I mean, I, it could be, like... They could do a little wrap-up thing at the end, too, maybe. Who knows? What do you mean? Like, it's the half-hour where they kind of, like, recap the shit, maybe. Oh. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, it could be a... But even two hours seems pretty damn long for one episode of anything on TV. I know, it, well, it had that semicolon, and it said it was another thing, too, but I'm like, Jesus. This shit has gotten, season five was so good for those that have watched Better Call Saul or gave it a shot. It eventually does pick up, like, really, like, heavily. Kind of like Breaking Bad, though, I mean, but this the story had to really slow burn for it to get the effect that it had on you by the time it had really hooked you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you cared about the characters, and but or you were like, Jesus Christ, how is this going to play out? <laughs> and, you know, you just wanted to know... But, no, I've been so excited about that coming back. Obviously, The Walking Dead just, we, I watched the finale from last episode to this one. Nothing really got too resolved. No, I, I mean, mean. Leah's gone. Yeah, that was one thing. Um, I'm, yeah, the rest of the year, man, it's crazy to think there's only eight episodes left, too. But, I'm yeah, it's, it's like... It still feels like finalized for some reason. Like it's kind of, it's kind of like. I don't damn. think it's gonna wrap up the way we envision necessarily because no. I think, uh, I think uh, the Daryl and Carol, Negan and Maggie shows are gonna so give mean, us more. I feel like them continuing. Yeah, it's just like it continues that same universe, so it's not truly ending. And Tales of the Walking Dead's gonna come out, which is like the individual stories and shit like that. That'll be cool. I'm honestly, yeah, I'm ready or past for past characters, one. maybe comic characters, or maybe people we hadn't met or something. I don't know what else. 
Because it'll be like one-off stories from whatever, yeah. wherever in the timeline yep. too. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Stuff we haven't seen, obviously. And then uh, Fear the Walking Dead is still going on. Which one of these days I'd like to catch up with. <coughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, because like Dwight's so over there and like Morgan's over there and shit. It's like, what? And they had World Beyond for a while. It was like, man, how many shows are they going to make? They got a whole fucking universe. As many as they can. <laughs> it is in a way cool though because everything is expanding into having a universe now mm-hmm. well and that's kind of like fresh people are like talking about Star Wars it's like oh it's, it needs a, it's like it already kind of does it's all one universe and they just go different places and yeah. shit. what do you mean it's like it is all connected it is it's own universe it's just very expansive uh, yeah I, I think yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think maybe they like just want more characters to interact with each other. It's just like, yeah, but it can't be too like out of the blue in the story. You know what I'm saying? It can't be like, oh, how the fuck did this happen? Like, about 40 days. <laughs> Kenobi. Sam. Something like that. Well, the two-episode premiere, which is going to be sick. I don't know if it's 40. I don't know. Something like that. That'll be cool. I know. Because I feel like some really sick shit is bound to happen in the first two. Like, oh man. Yeah. And then we have a quick turnaround. Five days later, the next one comes out. There's what? Only six of those, right? Well, four of them will air here. It's like, they'll probably be like an hour. Yeah, an hour each. That's honestly a lot, because that would be like at least two two to three movies. So. Yeah. We're, so we're still going to get like quite a bit of stuff with all those shows, I feel like. I don't know, it's going to be sick. Like Moon Knight's airing right now for the MCU, but I think that'll be done like a little before Kenobi, but that's a limited series too. And as far as I know, Kenobi's only the one season, that's it. I mean, that's yeah. what I've heard. It's probably what it should be. I, I mean, unless they can find a way to kind of pull the Hobbit strategy and just kind of yeah. <laughs> extend it. We don't know how many, uh, how long, like, it's going to go into by the time the six episode's over either, you know? Because it's going to take place ten years after Revenge, nine years before A New Hope. It's going to start there. So, I mean, it might even only cover a year yeah. and get a little closer, but... It could. I, who knows? It might cover a few years. Uh, but at a certain point, that rolls into, like, Rebels, and I was talking with Cheatham about that, because, like, we were talking about the mall scene, because I think last episode is whenever I spoiled, pre-spoiled, the, the fact about, like, what I had seen with Maul, like, not being in it, or they had shot a scene, but they cut it from it, because uh, certain people were hoping to see... Certain people were, like, hoping to see, like, uh, you know, fucking, maybe, like, the live-action Darth Maul, like, whenever he kills Darth Maul and Rebels, yeah. hoping to see that on the big screen instead, like, or on the, you know, on, like, live-action. Yeah. But the only thing that I had read is, like, that they, what they had filmed with Maul, like, they had cut from it, so, I mean, it was probably not that vital. But also, I don't think the show needs Maul whatsoever to succeed, you know what I'm no. saying, to be, to be perfectly able to stand on its own. I mean, the amount of stuff we might get anyway, the guest appearances we could see, 
I mean, we could, like, it's already been confirmed Vader, Hayden Christensen are going to be in, like, you know, he's going to be that guy. He's going to be in it. Um, but, I mean, what if we got, like, a Palpatine one? We could get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're going to see Buru and Owen Lars are in it, so they're going to be in it and stuff, too. Which means we'll probably get a young Luke. Yeah. Um, getting a lot of Luke in different series. Mm-hmm. Is in what Mandalorian and Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. Which the Mandalorian will probably come out like sometime later this year too. I can't wait. Fucking all of this shit's just rocking out. Everything does have its own universe. People want their them to make up the monsters universe a universe, like with the King Kong and Zilla and everybody. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Be here for, but it's like, what else you got? Who else we got? They have other. I think they have some other people. I saw like a whole slate. It was potentially yeah, laid out from the Black Lagoon. Something like that, maybe. <laughs> that that '50s movie wasn't too bad. I watched it for the horror season. Yeah, <laughs> I I like. I don't know. I like. I remember there was like Mecha Godzilla versus this gods or whatever. Like, they kind of expanded the whole thing. Like, it made there was like a lot of different verses and shit like that. Or like, I think there was more characters introduced. It was just kind of a theoretical timeline thing. It wasn't something they were actually going to do, though. So I was like, I didn't know what other creatures there were to show either. Monsters, you know? Yeah. I mean, they brought in quite a few, though, like... Because Godzilla always had, like, villains and shit, too. Mm -hmm. Or, like, other monsters that helped Godzilla. Like Mothra. Wasn't that the one that helped him? And it was, like, a girl... It was like a big ass thing that could fly. Is that the name? Something like that. Something like maybe. Well, it looked like that moth. And then they, for uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, they brought in Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> that was some. I mean, we'd seen that like in other things and before. Then Kong we were school, like, ripped him to fuck. Yeah, dude, Mecha Godzilla got fucked up. Oh yeah. They didn't make him very, uh, very badass. No. I wonder if they brought him back, he'd just be way fucking stronger. He would have to be, because Kong, like, kicked his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Kong came in and tore that shit up, man. Fucking removed his, took his spine off. (laughs) He's like, (sighs) holding it and shit. Kong, man, he fucking, he loves that shit. <laughs> Kong? Yeah. yeah. Being the fucking king of the jungle and shit. Yeah, it's Mothra. Look at how, it's supposed to be that big motherfucker. Just a huge moth. It's like big in those helicopters and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks pretty cool, though. Looks terrifying. Can you imagine that thing flying over your city? Jesus. Oh, yeah. Giant-ass bug. <laughs> take a little break yeah we can take a little break here all right throw the ad up we'll be back with you guys with a good the bad and the shits don't go away ladies and gentlemen welcome back we have some the good the bad and the shits for (laughs) you say like it's like a made of work (laughs) isn't it it's always the you know like the second part of the second half yeah I mean, in, in such some ways it is, but some podcasts we went like way over that too. That guy's nose is ridiculous. What is this? This is oceans. 
probably 11. Yeah, I don't know that 12. guy's. Is, but geez, that's got to be a prosthetic nose. <laughs> Danny DeVito penguin looking nose. <laughs> well, what do you got to start us off here? All right. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's start it off with a with a drink. What's your <laughs> overall perception of uh, strawberry milk? <laughs> Underrated, dude. <laughs> I feel like honestly, I love all milk, honestly. But strawberry milk is so fucking good. I'll go deeper into that, but yeah, um. Definitely underrated because, I mean, Lord knows how much people drink chocolate milk, and if they're not drinking chocolate milk, a lot of people do drink regular milk. Not that nobody drinks strawberry, but it's definitely overlooked, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's definitely, like, it's definitely chocolate's little bitch in a lot of people's opinion. Like, ah, I'm not going to drink that shit. I'm going to drink my chocolate milk. But it's like, fuck that. They're both good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chocolate milk's fucking great, too. It is. It but, is. And honestly, white milk, I, I enjoy. Yeah, it's good. But... Strawberry milk, Even, yeah, is a little overlooked. Like the powder is good, like you making stuff with it, but like the uh, but even the the, the Nesquik milks, like where it's strawberry banana oh, yeah. or cookies and cream oh, or vanilla great. milks. Oh my god, you gotta be shitting. Yeah, I stop at it's the gas good. station sometimes and just pick up one of those bottles. You who's well, we you saw the other night we went in there a little too uh, fucking you know hyped up, but we were, we were like, <laughs> all right, let's get some snacks and shit, some drinks. And I fucking was just grabbing drinks. I was like, fuck, I'm trying to get some snacks. Grabbed a Yoo-Hoo. Didn't eat it, but goddamn. Yoo-Hoo's. I used to go to Sam's all the time. Like, uh, me and Mom and Haley would go to Sam's and shit like that. Like, Sam's Club. And I'd get, like, big-ass packs of Yoo-Hoo's so I could have one, like, every morning in school and shit. I mean, they'd have, huge, like, full-size Yoo-Hoo's. Like, 24 bucks for only, like, $16. It was cheap as fuck, yeah. man. Back then. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. We're also they talking were a great like 2009 and 10. Those places are like Sam's and Costco. Would, yeah, but they were a great deal. I'm sure now they're even more because of fucking oh, yeah. dumbass inflation. The membership's probably more, too. Yeah, probably. I know. I was telling Pops I didn't go with them. Fucking Costco. You yeah. and Haley are all about Costco. <laughs> I mean, they got good stuff and they're like, yeah, you can. By bulk of like everything, and if would, you know that you like use that shit consistently, anyways, like yeah, it's not a bad deal. Weren't we talking about a uh, gum? Yeah, the variety bag of gum and like that bubble mint shit. Yeah, that stuff was terrible. It was just <laughs> ripped apart in your mouth. It, it's like this. This is like bits and chops of pieces and shit. It's not fucking gum. It's not even staying together. Probably was a little stale. No, that was always. It was when the package was open, brand new, <laughs> fresh piece. Well, maybe it was just. It would just fall apart. Defective the, the texture just sucked. Defective recipe. Because we were talking about peppermint gum. That's why. Yeah. Because peppermint and spearmint, those two are pretty fucking good and equal. But like bubble, bubble gum is my shit, shit. Sucked. Bubble gum is really good. The bubble mint shit. I'm not a good yeah. bubble gum, but yeah, I, I meant bubble mint. Yeah, it was like that Orbit kind or whatever, but I used yeah. to get those packs all the time, and I was the gum guy. I loved being, you know, I, I didn't really. I, like, I loved I, it that for, was like, terrible giving a few people, like, the gum, but, like, whenever everybody even, it's like, I don't even fucking talk to you. So, yeah, in, like, third grade and shit, yeah, you'd have gum. It's like, 
you'd have to be secretive as fuck reaching in your bag to get a piece. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if anybody sees this shit, it's over. It's like I might slide a piece to my crush over here. Nobody else can know about this shit. Exactly. That's what you do. Or like your really close friends. Maybe that's that's about it though. It's just like all these other motherfuckers. Who are you? Come on. Oh gum. No uh, strawberry milk though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's underrated. Just like the same way strawberry milkshakes are. They get overlooked past vanilla and chocolate for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, a lot of people would say that. They're like, oh, no, vanilla's even, strawberry's even better than vanilla, vanilla's blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if you look at the numbers, you look at the stats, like, that ain't what fucking America's saying. It's saying strawberry's not, it probably is number three. Yeah. Most of the time, it usually isn't balanced. I feel like a lot of people bitch about vanilla, but yeah, it's like, it's the most, they act like It's it. the original, it's the OG, you know? Uh-huh. It's the ice cream, it's the shake. It's way, it's the soft, it's the main sauce, like soft serve, and that's mainly what people mix with other shit and candy yeah. and like all kinds of, and uh, fudge and all that shit is vanilla ice cream. Just because it's like a good base flavor. Yeah. And chocolate don't go with, unless you want to make 19 chocolates like all these fucks do with their cookies and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's still 18 different kinds and chunks of chocolate. Well, it's just like, at what point is it not too many chocolates? You guys put... Well, yeah, it's like, hardly any dough! Yeah, I know. It's like, it's not even ice cream anymore, man. Well, yeah, like with the cookies, it's like, dude, this is just a chocolate bar. There's like little bits of cookie dough and the rest is chocolate. Like, that's not how this shit should be. I want a lot more cookie dough with some of the shit in there if it's a cookie. I'm not bad-mouthing Starbucks or people that like Starbucks, but same reason I will say it's not, oh, my coffee. It's not your coffee whenever you have a fucking gallon of goddamn fucking, (laughs) like, chocolate sauce in it. A bunch of, like, chocolate chips and shit on top, whipped cream, a cherry. (laughs) It's like a shake. It's not a coffee. Yeah, it's... It's just a, uh, it's more of a dessert, almost. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's like, that is not, it's not when you wake up and you're like, all right, I got some energy. You know, that kind of fucking, you got to brew that shit right out of the pot. You got to get a $15 coffee, mate. Drink that shit black. <laughs> That's kind of the argument. I don't like, fucking I've drink seen, shit black, I've, but I do I drink it I drank it black, I like pot. I like it black sometimes, but it's only when I really need the discipline. <laughs> like like I need like it's hard to explain but like like you need almost the shitty flavor cause you're like ah, like I gotta get the energy from this I gotta get the caffeine I think it tastes good but like it's oh the black oh the no, black it's the bitter. black is fucking no it's bitter good. but like it's bitter in a way that you need you need to just get slapped around by it for a second and you're like ah, you gotta go through that to deserve the better tasting shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you have like, yeah, it's, you could have half a half a no, cup of the black, and then you had your big to go cup, and you had cream and shit. I need the it. discipline of black coffee. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta live a black coffee life, just just to get yourself back on the straight and narrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking well, yeah, normally, night the night before. normally I like putting creamer in. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'll put in pumpkin spice creamer sometimes, even. If it's, you know, make it taste a little better or seasonal. Same, like, with that wintery stuff, the candy cane stuff or whatever. Mm. Peppermint stuff or whatever. Um, 
I mean, sometimes I just like basic creamer and sugar, and like typically I put a, use, yeah. a tad bit of sugar, maybe not much, and then some creamer. But like, I don't like commonly like it black. But I mean, it's not bad. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's but I think if you're gonna get a mocha frappe or a frappuccino, whatever, that's a whole different thing. That ain't a that ain't a goddamn coffee. Yeah, don't call it a coffee. It's like this don't look anything like this. It's like it's a cafe item, sure, but it's not a coffee. <laughs> My coffee. I mean, yeah, they look good. <laughs> well, they no, taste yeah, good. No, they taste, but it's just but like. But I'm also not going to pay fucking nine bucks for the shit. That's, like, it's like a dessert, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is. It's like I can get a bag of coffee from the store. Make a bunch of coffee. Seven bucks, and I can yeah, I can make pots and pots of this shit. I don't gotta go out, spend nine bucks Dude, on one bullshit drink that's as, half whipped cream. Aside from some of the nonsense, anyway, like, but I do think just a fresh pot of coffee though just smells so good. Oh, it does. It just yeah. honestly, like, when I flip the coffee pot on some mornings when I make coffee, like for work instead of an energy mm-hmm. drink and shit, like, and I walk into my room and I'll get all ready and stuff and come back out and smell it. I'm like, damn. It's like a good way to start the morning, kind of like. Oh, yeah. Freaking. Oh, shit. So, what I. Okay, I said underrated. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to say about. I mean. <coughs> I think. Pretty much touched it. I mean, I, I. I. That's the way I feel. That's kind of the way I've always felt, though. I think it's underrated, honestly. Yeah. I'll drink white milk. Chocolate milk or strawberry milk, like... I love getting all three shakes, too. Yeah. Not that regular milk's vanilla, you have to get it vanilla-flavored, but, like, you get the point. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to hit you with the other food. I guess we were just talking about them a little bit. I mean, these here, uh... These here, um... Muddy Buddy Pretzel Bats? But I told you I was kind of really into the peanut butter pretzels right now. What do you... What is your assessment of peanut butter pretzels, like... Like the little nuggets that yeah. have, like, the Yeah, they're just, like, the little inside. things. They get the little, sometimes it's just, like, a little glob or, like, maybe the whole yeah. thing's filled whatever. I think they're pretty good. And, like, lately, I've really kind of been enjoying it because, like, it's a perfect combination. I mean, peanut butter is protein, a little bit of stuff. But, like, there's the salt on the pretzel, and then there's, like, you know, the taste and sweetness of, like, peanut butter. It tastes so good to me. I'm like, man. Like, yeah, I mean, the, my only complaint about those things is that sometimes there's a bullshit amount of peanut butter yeah. in the nugget. Like, there's, like, way... Like, it's like a fucking hollow-ass pretzel with, like, a tiny little strip of peanut butter in there. I'm like, well, this is a bullshit one. And that happens too often sometimes in those things. But yeah. if you get good ones, they're, they're pretty damn good. They're yeah. just not good... They're not all filled the same way. You know what I mean? Well, it depends <laughs> from where, too, because there have been places that have done shitty, like... That like made them shittier, but the uh, like the tubs that I've seen at Target, I feel like they're made, they're made like at a decent fucking um, like sized. I don't know. I don't feel like they're gonna fuck you over with them. I think the bigger they are, they kind of more they yeah, fuck you over. To be honest, usually how it goes. Because I think the smaller ones will just it'll be <laughs> enough. You'll, you know what I'm saying? As long as you can taste it and it's you know in there, it's like they're pretty good. The ones from Seven Eleven, literally like Seven Eleven brand. Uh, they have like the little orange bags of them. Those are phenomenal. I'm like, it's just the basic ass ones. Like those yeah. are it's really good. They're always filled. <clears throat> yeah, I think it is. Like honestly, the 
the big tubs, like, with kind of, yeah, the... Because the bigger they are, the airier they are. Because they're yeah. hollow in there. Yeah. Yep. And they're not going to fill no. a fucking big old spoonful of peanut butter. way though. too expensive. Yeah. No, they So they say... <clears throat> Even though it's like, yeah, you guys could charge... Because it's fucking peanut butter, man. <laughs> it's not, like, the most expensive thing in the world. No, it's not, but... I mean, it's, it's not cheap, cheap for their, their fucking... <clears throat> machines and yeah, factories. Gotta, factory line. They gotta that's make the only, it. That's the thing. The a little no, make a little dab. Don't make it up. Same as they yell at you at the, on the fast food line. Don't give them all that. Yeah. <laughs> Just one swipe. <laughs> one swipe that's, and go. That's what it was like. <laughs> but yeah, these things are pretty fire here. This peanut butter and chocolate. Want yeah. to try them? I'll try one. One. <laughs> yeah, mini is small. Oh, they were a lot small. smaller than I thought they'd be. But yeah, fucking pretty tasty. Muddy Buddies, like, Muddy Buddies are really good in general. The Chex Mix. Yeah. Chex Mix makes some fire shit, man. Mm hmm. All well, we always, good. like, made them. Like, my mom would make them all the time. Mm hmm. Muddy Buddies. And they're not, it's not Puppy Chow, it's Muddy Buddies. Yeah, I've heard it I think we've ways. talked about this on... Because I think course. south, the more south you go... Because I, like... Wasn't it some gas station we saw where they had a tub of this shit and it was called Puppy Chow and it was, like, in Georgia or something? It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just disregarding it. It ain't, like, it ain't, like... Yeah, but they put it in some bullshit container and it wouldn't even be official. It's, like... Fucking... But, dude, you Chex see Mix... What, you see which name Chex Mix went with. Yeah, enough said. But that's... They might have branded that and trademarked that, maybe. Mm, people called them that before Checkmix ever even did that. Because we did, before they ever had these, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I've like... Well, I probably had tried them. I always made them for like the last 15, 20 years. Checkmix, man. Checkmix and Schneider's You did them with Checkmix, but Checkmix didn't release their own, to be clear. That's yeah. what it was. But both those brands get too much of my money, I feel like. Like, I... Because I buy the, like, cheddar kind, the bold kind, the traditional kind you of cheddar. You ever buy the I don't know. With, like, the jalapeno? Like, oh, some of the, yeah, yeah. The really buffalo, really jalapeno ones? Those are really fire, too. They had the ghost pepper shit for a minute, Chex Mix did. Mm -hmm. I'm... Schneider's, too, dude, is fire with all their shit. They're, the twists, the, pe the pretzel pieces, all those things. Like, so... I found more than just the sour cream and onion seasoned and jalapeno ranch, which are my favorite ones. I found, like, some that were, uh, or what my grandpa's, he had some of, like, the, the like, nacho cheese version of it huh. instead, and I was, those are pretty good. Yeah, I still think, I still think the jalapeno ranch are the best. Yeah, the but, seasoned are really good, too. I mm -hmm. like those a lot. Yeah, they're all fire. Pretzel companies, man. The older I get, I feel like that's, like, one of my snacks of choice. Pretzels? Yeah, like, anything pretzel-like related. I think that's commonplace, I feel like, around. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I'm eating some pretzel. Like, you get away from... Like, I eat chips and stuff still, but, like, yeah. you kind of eat... Yeah, I don't know. Definitely some older people seem like they eat more pretzels than chips. <laughs> you think? It seems that way. It does. I don't know. Everybody eats all of it. I don't know, though, because it could just be... The way I kind of grew up in the snacks we had, too, because my dad always liked pretzels and shit, mm -hmm. and I feel like he had them around in the house. Pretzel sticks are pretty good, too. Yeah. He always had the, the pretzel rods. Uh, 
And they're like big ones, like mm-hmm. the big sourdough pretzel things. Those, those honey twists or whatever the fuck they were, those are fire. Like a good yeah. size too, you're like, oh man. Yeah. Bold all... flavor. I might say those, honestly, the peanut butter ones might be a little underrated. Because I feel like you don't, I mean, you don't, I everybody knows too. about them, but you don't necessarily see them at a lot of people's place, you know no. what I mean? Some people just don't, like, for some reason they're like, oh, I don't know, that's weird. What do you mean it's weird, like, the peanut butter, that's it's already in them, or whatever the fuck, but it's like, no, yeah. don't you eat peanut butter cups? Don't yeah. you eat a uh, Snickers bar? Yeah, don't you eat all that kind of shit. peanut butter cookies <laughs> from, pla- you know what I'm saying, places and shit? It's like, that's the same damn thing. Well, no, it's, how isn't it? How isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Factory line peanut butter. Like, so is, the, yeah, but so is no, but yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly. <laughs> They're like, no, but it's not, but that's good. No, it's all made in a motherfucking factory, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, that is one thing I've heard, but I've only heard that from like two people about the, like, those peanut butter buying things. I think it's kind of. How is it kind of weird that it's, and it's not weird when it's in Snickers or in some other weird looking cupcake that you got one time? It's like, what? yeah, I'm, it's not, I'd never really thought of it being weird. It's like all the shit you get from the chip aisle, yeah. some processed it's the shit, shit, man. It's, it's all processed, all of it. Like, all of it. <laughs> it has that's to be. That's honestly probably one of the healthier options in the chip aisle. It's got peanut butter and like pretzels, not as bad as some of those greasy ass fucking potato chips. Or the really sugary ass candy, yeah. I mean, you know, I Which like, I I like chips and yeah, I like the chips <laughs> and the candy. But like candy, yeah, candy's like candy's my downfall sometimes. I try to avoid it a lot of the year, but I still eat things that are considered you know like candy, like sweets or whatever. Like I love, like I have a real soft spot for like those little Debbie cakes and shit. Oh, I love snack. Oh cakes, my dude. god, like Hostess. those. Growing up and, with Hostess in the house fucked me because I and, and those, but certainly like the Ding Dongs, the oh Chocodiles, and like the cupcakes, like all three chocolate things. Oh, those are good. Yeah, or like I even, even like the the regular Twinkies. The donuts are so fucking oh, good. Yeah, the donuts are fucking fire. Like all their shit, really. There's some <laughs> things that are weird, like to me, like they're really squishy. One. I'm not a fan of like the snowballs. Yeah, stuff like that. But, like I, I like their fruit pies even. Like their fruit pies are good. All that shit, yeah. Candy though, like yeah, I even have because it's Easter. I was like, I gotta get a bag of the Reese's eggs and I gotta get a bag of the Starburst jelly beans. I that's, like, like best part of Easter. I like those little Debbies probably. Like and I can eat them more often, like so much more often than I could eat cake though if somebody like if there was a reason like I there was a cake around all the time, <laughs> yeah. I would not want to take a slice of it oh what a piece of this so, and you're like ah maybe just a small one and they cut you a big ass piece it's like <laughs> it's not what I said at all <laughs> I mean I enjoy a good cake yeah if, I mean, especially if it's like homemade time. and shit I'll, I, I like a cake but yeah, like yeah yeah, it's easier they're to good. eat like a snack cake just because they're smaller and shit and dude. eat them any time of the year you just, just pop like it a little uh-huh. There's really good fall ones and like Easter ones or Christmas and stuff. Yeah. There's Christmas tree brownies. I think those are pretty fucking good. Yeah, those the Christmas tree cakes too that Little Debbie makes. Just the like yeah. the zebra cakes with the mm-hmm. Christmas tree cakes. Those so good. good. Yeah. Those like 
Above all, I would definitely put ice cream. Ice cream is probably my favorite dessert of all time. I don't know. For me, it's tough. I I love all dessert, though. Fuck, <laughs> honestly, it's, even it's fantastic. Put your top preferences. I don't know, because, no, you know I mean, I I don't know, because <laughs> I love... I love a good pie, I love a good cake, I love candy. And then, like, on the salty side, like, if we're just talking snacks, like, I love all that shit. I love chips and pretzels well, and all that I wouldn't that say shit. that. I would say, like, desserts more of, like, the sugary. I don't even necessarily know yeah. if I would say candy in that. I mean, it is sugary, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, like, a dessert, like, a, a pie, cake, cookies, uh, what are the other things people fucking make? I mean, obviously ice cream. Uh, um, it's definitely things I'm sure I'm forgetting. Hell no, man. I like a nice like a nice pie from the right place, like I've, a cafe I've or learned, a diner. I've learned to like pie a lot more. I think because in I lived out in California with Stevens and all them, like they would get pies like all the time, <laughs> and I would like I could get a slice every yeah, now and then. Yeah. So I'm like, I would try it and stuff. I'm like. I, there wasn't. There just wasn't a dessert that we always like ate. I mean, I ate it from time to time, and then my mom made those fucking delicious like strawberry pies. Yeah. Oh my god, those things are so good. That's what I mean. Like homemade cakes and pies are just always pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Pie, yeah, pies just. I, I've always wanted a blueberry one of those with the same like strawberry filling and shit like that, but blueberries on top instead of strawberries, obviously. Yeah. If she can make it the same way. <laughs> um, but I don't know if, like, that... I don't even know how it works with the filling and shit. But, oh, man, that would be so good. <laughs> Almost dessert talk, man. <laughs> I've been hungry. Like, I've had a sweet tooth today anyways, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or brownies, that's another That's Oh, another I dessert. love brownies, man. Brownies, ice cream, pie, cake, uh, cookies... The little powdered sugar sprinkled on top of brownies. Donuts, honestly. Yeah, donuts probably would be mine, honestly, because I feel like growing up, that was always I like my donuts too. Like Krispy Kreme, Dunkin', all those places. Like I still will drop some money at those places. Yeah, from time to time. Oh yeah, I love that shit. So, I like. I I probably would go with donuts though, all in yeah. all. Just overall with my life, like. What I've probably chosen the most throughout my life probably has been donuts. You think? Yeah, as a kid, that was my go-to for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, because something like cookies is like in the most places probably, because that's probably the most common dessert there is, cookies. Like every time I see Homer Simpson eating a donut on TV, I'm like, damn, I want a donut. The pink icing and shit? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it looks delicious. I I just, yeah, because sometimes... Speaking of teeth from earlier, like sometimes it just fucking hurts your teeth, and that's probably one reason I stopped eating as many donuts because I'm like, God yeah. damn, these motherfuckers hurt. Well, all that dessert shit will kill your teeth. Yeah, it did. It wasn't scrub. the same though. I don't know. If, with that, you just take a bite out of it. It was just like Jesus Christ, these are so <laughs> fucking sugary. Yeah, donuts like yeah, Krispy Kreme, airy dough and sugar. And I like I love Krispy Kreme donuts too. Even and those glazed like, donuts right out of the oven, nothing can beat that. Shit. Those those uh. Bo- at Boogie's place that had all the like kind of donuts, cook or Kit Kats yeah. and Red Velvet Cake, Boston Cream Pie, Snickers, Butterfinger Donuts, you know all those. Oh mm-hmm. my God, M M&M Donuts. That was a legit fucking place. It's still yeah. Here. That donut driving on Chippewa, you can get like 
Mm-hmm. You can get like a dozen for like twelve bucks down there. Like it's like a pretty damn good deal too. And you could just go in and hit, like pick the entire dozen. Like you get twelve different. Do they ones have like twelve custard bucks. filled in there? Yeah, they got everything pretty much. They got because like, a lot the, of places have cream knots. filled, but they don't have custard filled. And the yeah, cream filled fucking hurts your ass. He hurts your teeth sometimes. The custard. I don't like, like either. To be honest, really? I like the jelly filled. But like, yeah, like the cream like the, filled shit. The I'm cream like, filled a lot. The custard is really good, which is ironic because, like, the cream-filled, like, cakes and all that stuff is really good to me. Yeah. But the jelly-filled, like, the raspberry ones are way fucking good. Yeah, the... Growing up, too, that was, like, I never, like... I usually... I mean, just the the normal donuts. I I mean, I probably, like, prefer the normal donuts over any of the filled ones, but, like... A lot of people that I've... I've grown to like the jelly, too. Yeah. A lot of people just don't like filled donuts, so it's not, like, yeah, too uncommon to hear that. It's, like, just, I don't know if it's because of that or what the hell, or, like, because fucking people used to get disappointed where a long john had, like, filling in it. <laughs> it, like, ruined it for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be probably pretty disappointed if I thought it was going to be a normal one that I bit in and it had, like, custard or cream in there. I'd be like, oh, this is fucked, man. This <laughs> is be what, too this isn't what I was expecting or wanting. <laughs> and now it's, like, it's a long-ass donut, too. It's, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's too much. Oh, man. What the hell were we even on? Uh, oh, you said underrated, underrated. for the peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, all right. All right. Um, what do you got? Number two, what's your take on the oversell in wrestling? Like, really overselling a move and making it look extravagant and ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I think it's entertaining, like, a lot whenever they do it. It, it, like, it depends because some of the goofy shit that, like, Sean was doing in that match with Hogan was just absurd, like... (laughs) But, but, like, sometimes the oversell, like, The Rock, yeah, he sort of over, he over, oversold the stunner, but, like, it looked really good where he took it. Like, it looked like it did some damage to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he would, like, f- just fling himself into the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved that. Like, that was, like, that kind of shit. Yeah, if it's done right, I feel like it's, it can be I great. don't think that every match guy should just be acting like they're getting their, you know, just flying all over the place <laughs> to make it look good. So in that sense, I don't think it's like, I wouldn't say, I don't think it's un, or I don't think it's overrated, because I definitely think it's uh, entertaining, and like I definitely think it makes certain moves look devastating. Like that stunner that Theory took, whenever he fucking Stone Cold, he like, he popped like way up and like yeah. dropped down. It was like crazy, but it was, it looked so good. It looked like he did so much damage and shit to him. Um... I mean, yeah, it's weird because it's hard. That's to a, that's an easy move. I feel like that you can oversell the stunner and uh-huh. shit. Well, because after you get with it, you it's kind of up to you to just yeah. do whatever you're gonna go where go wherever you're gonna go with it with the cell. Scott Hall did the same thing. Like at WrestleMania 18, he like popped up and just <laughs> jumped way <laughs> up, and fell back. <laughs> yeah, that's it's kind of funny. Yeah, Vince, man, he fucking he sells it. I mean, great. honestly. If you want to think about it, whenever Steve was at his best and he was the one giving you the move and he was ter- he was winning so many matches, beating people, it's like, wouldn't you 
wouldn't you want to make the move that like you're taking that he's beating you with like look devastating? It's, yeah. it's up to you to make yeah. it look that way. So it's like, I mean, if you want to get like looking like you got beat, be taking something fucking wild, you know, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's better than just kind of I guess just dropping back and then mm-hmm. you don't really look. I don't know. So that leaves me between underrated and fair. Um. Yeah, which really, I mean, underrated is like, I'd feel like, because they utilize it probably. They don't have to oversell. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think too. That's, I would probably, I would probably go with fair. Um, But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And I think sometimes like you could make big moments like look phenomenal, like overselling some shit. Yeah. Like Vince's stunner he took. Good God, that was atrocious though. (laughs) I got He was just buckling before he was even. He's too old to take it, man. <laughs> Fucking the, even the kick to the guts and worse than the '97 one. Yeah, it was. That's insane. It was like a fucking leagues worse than that one. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that one. I mean, at least that one. He sort of sold it, like. Fucking, he, well, he, like, he rolled over Austin somehow, and he was just, like, acting like he fucking was having a seizure or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, wiggling around and shit. Yeah, he didn't, like, bounce back at all. I guess he was... And then, yeah, this one, it was, like, fucking Austin had to chase him all over the ring. And then, he, like, even when he had his, it was, like, trying to get his head, like, in position... Vince was still, like, fucking bouncing around. It was like, oh, my God. He's like, <laughs> Falling back. Dude, he could not hold it together, Austin. He was laughing his ass off. Everybody yeah, was. Sir. I would probably say fair, though, because I, I do think their utilization of it is good. Like, I think it's... I almost think it is underrated, like, in a, in a way. I mean, I'm going to go with fair, but I think sometimes they could utilize it even better than... How often they usually utilize it, you know what I mean, and and it would play fine. Yeah, like they used to. But I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not like a hill I'm gonna die on, you know. I'm not gonna be like that fucking ruined the match. He should have jumped across the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he should have flown across that motherfucker, bounced off the turnbuckles. All right. All right, overrated, underrated, or fair? Iron Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a good one, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's... He can't necessarily... It was just on JRE. I think that's why I kind of... Like yeah. Thinking about him. Because he's such a big name. Like... I feel like he's not really, he's not underrated. I mean, there was a point in time where people could have made the argument, like, near the end of his boxing career, because there was a group of people that were like, well, this guy was a killer. Like, I watched him own everybody for a while, like, in the 90s and shit. And then there was a whole other group of people that were like, this guy's absolute garbage now. Like, he's getting his ass beat fucking five fights in a row or some shit. Like... Mm-hmm. This guy's nothing like he used to be. So there was, like, the argument of if he was, you know, washed up and people were like, 
Regardless of if he's washed up or not now, like in his prime, he was a fucking killer. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's I, what I think too. I don't think, I don't think that makes people. I mean, yeah, it's got to be disappointing to see. Especially like I think we were talking about that at some point. Is him losing his last few fights or whatever? But like, it's got to be disappointing to see. But I do think that, like. I don't think that takes away from the greatness in the years that he had on top. You know what I'm saying? I think he still was a killer, and everybody knows that if they would have fucked with him then, like, he would have knocked their lights out. I mean, honestly, modernly to this very day, he could fucking destroy, you know? Oh, yeah. Most the population. (laughs) So it's like... He's still Mike Tyson. Like no, he's still really still, well put together too. You still don't want those hands. <laughs> no. He still like got it if he's got to have it. But it was kind of cool seeing him come back though. Even if it was that what fight was, that was quite r- sloppy. What was but, that ruled though? It was like just a what? It was fucking I don't know, like an shit. exhibition thing. I mean, I think Tyson definitely beat him in points. Oh. But it came to a decision. But I don't know if they like if they were wearing headgear, if knockouts were allowed or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because it got like sanctioned by L.A. County or something. So they had to go by whatever their rules were. Yeah, but he knocked out some fucking badasses, though, man. Dude, and he was—he honestly, like, yeah, Ali was the original, like cocky like the mouth and shit mm-hmm. the pe- like nobody had seen that shit before Ali started coming around and like some people were into it and they're like man this guy like damn he's he's backing up all the shit he's saying yeah. every time and there was a- another group of people that like this cocky motherfucker that's not the way you're supposed to compete in sports <laughs> you're supposed to keep your head held high and blah, blah, take pride in all this shit and he was just like I'll fucking knock out anybody man uh-huh. <laughs> and like that kind of added that element of boxing though where everybody started sort of bringing their character into their personality into the shit and like Tyson was he added a whole nother level to it from that to where he was like saying just wild shit in press conferences (laughs) just to get like a reaction out of the press and out of his opponent because he knew if he said some of this crazy shit regardless like it was going to get in their head spinal (laughs) <laughs> like he like telling Lennox Lewis that he was gonna eat his children and shit oh, yeah, at yeah. a press conference <laughs> for like a title fight. <laughs> oh man, he dude, but like how many of those fights like Triple H, Sean, and like some of the wrestlers even say like they would get done working shows and then they like hightail it to a bar in town or just wherever so that they could watch the Tyson fight and fucking. And, like, they'd watch it, and then he'd knock the son of a bitch out in, like, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Just fight after fight after just knocking people's lights out. I just, was, Yeah, I think it, it was, was a Mike Tyson fight that Joey Diaz told on a story that he was, like... Uh, I forget, he, he was at some bar or something, and he was trying to score coke and before, before the fight started. And he was, like going to meet his guy over somewhere and he's talking to him and shit and he got the stuff. He's like, by the time I got back to the fucking TV, the fight was over. He's like, you already knocked him out. (laughs) (laughs) Getting beers or something. (laughs) 
No, that uh, honestly, like, I feel like in the like eighties and nineties and shit, when people would pay, you know, qu- quite a bit during that time for those fights and shit, that shit pissed people off. They're like, oh, man, yeah. I paid forty five bucks for this shit. It was over in fucking two minutes. <laughs> like, dude. Oh, man, people were probably trying to call, like, Tyson upsets and shit. It's like, no, dude, he's a rocket, these sons of bitches. Yeah. Just smashing them. I think that was honestly what was the most disappointing about the end for him, and that's usually what happens with most fighters is they go out on their back like that. But, like, is once he lost, he didn't win again. He just didn't have Once he took that first loss, then he just took loss and loss and loss, you know, and then he was done. Yeah, like, once, well, like, you're saying, like, once his, like, the first big loss, like, once his kind of era was done, like, once his kind of, yeah, once he just, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, you're not getting it back. You're not getting the throne back, Mike. It does kind of, like, it's gotta suck to be there, because you're like, man, like, dude, Iron Mike. I fucking killed everybody, man, I owned everyone, and these young boxers now are like, this guy ain't shit, man. <laughs> I could beat this motherfucker. Dude, Iron Mike is a hard <laughs> son of a bitch, though. Yeah. I would say that he's got a fair perception, though, because, I mean, modernly, too, I feel like everybody kind of has a soft spot for him. Like, Mm. nobody really talks major shit on him. Well, and it's cool because he's gotten into movies. He's gotten into podcasting now. Yeah, he's got his own weed farm. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. I mean, that's what you got to do if you want to stay relevant. Like, be, you know, look how much different shit, like, Snoop Dogg's done. And everybody, like, you are got to go beyond just what you are known for and shit. And, I mean... Tyson, too, like, he's another, like, athlete and just name in general who really fought through a lot of adversity, like, throughout, before his, like, career and his personal shit, and then, like, during all this shit, and then after it, too, when he, like, went bankrupt and everybody fucked him out of all of his money, and then he, like, got it back still, you know, and he, like, found a way to still make his name, like, out there and relevant and started doing his own shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, there for a while, like, after his career was over, like, he seemed like he was just going to be another one of those, like, washed-up names because, like, Don King and all these motherfuckers, like, ended up fucking him out of a bunch of his money and everybody, like, took him for all this shit (laughs) and, like, his contracts. And that, he was another one of the names that it was like, oh, you got to watch who you have around you when you're famous because you never know who's gonna fuck you over in the end he was like another one of those names for that because mm-hmm. he ended up like losing everything after his career yeah he yeah he's been through a lot of shit that's no doubt dude was doing hard drugs at like 10 living on the streets yeah he's like i think the fifth time i did acid was he's like i was 10 <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> So like it's crazy that you ended up doing anything. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Got that killer instinct in him and just went on a tear for a while. Hey, I mean he had his run, he had his prime. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. He definitely had his era, and it was one of the best eras to have in boxing. Like, boxing was huge when he was yeah. when he was at his prime. Now it's like celebrity fights and shit and different Yeah. Shit. I mean it's still now like it's got its thing like Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury and yeah, shit. Like yeah. there's still some big names in boxing but it's definitely not what it was because of, you know, <clears throat> MMA and shit too. Yeah. What do you uh, what do you got? Third one here. This is 
pretty big name, another pretty big name, but in totally different direction. What's your perception on the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson? <laughs> Little Michael. <laughs> uh, wow, that's... He's got a lot of baggage, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Same with well, Tyson, man. He yeah, had his, oh, yeah. He had some oh, yeah, baggage, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it, whenever you become that insanely popular, like, it's almost like you're being looked at under a microscope. You know what I mean? The same as, like, well, pretty much all, I mean, not even, not even to, don't get me wrong, not to fight that they were great people or whatever, too, but, like, the same as, like, a lot of our presidents and stuff. Like, but that's a job you're going to get picked apart at. But, like, it's... But whenever you're just... The point is, whenever you're, th- th- like, under that fucking level of microscope, same as, like, Miley or Justin Bieber. Yeah. Or, like, you know, people like that. It's, like, newer. You know, it's just, like, you're... To, to not let that affect some part of your life is just insane. And, like, then you have all the shit that happened to the Jackson, like kids and shit whenever they were yeah, young. Like, dad was a real piece of shit. Yeah. So, like... I mean, he was, like... Like, in the 80s, dude, there was... He was ridiculously famous. Like, oh, yeah, Michael was. That's like, absolutely... paparazzi sure. fucking crowded him everywhere and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, and it wasn't even... It was, like... There wasn't all these, you know, different ways. There was, like, the TV, and there was, you know, everybody had their, their fucking, um... You know, there was music and shows and movies and stuff like that, but it wasn't, you know, obviously there was no internet or no social media and all that shit, so it was just, like, people yeah. went insane. It's not like people were, like, just looking on there all the time and... Like you just read an article about him yeah, and see just, him. Yeah, you just... Write people would see him at the hand. airport or people would see him wherever the fuck and just go batshit crazy and, like... Like, there's no way you can live even a semi-normal life being no. him at that no. era at all. No, like, it's... No, definitely not then... Uh, either it's like it's just like whenever you get to like that level for any of those people it's just and not many have ever reached the Michael Jack you know what I'm saying the level that he was at yeah so I mean there's really only a handful of people that can speak on on that um, like the level of popularity and shit it's just I mean I mean obviously like there's a lot to look at but like you especially look at the way he impacted everything and everybody in the music industry and like there were so many people inspired by him or his character or his act or his dancing. Mm-hmm. That spe- you know what I'm saying? And that's no little thing. Like, his dancing, even alone. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like, people were amazed by some of the shit he did. Mm-hmm. Like, that, honestly, some of it really is pretty crazy. Like, the lean. Oh, and yeah. The, like, the, his moonwalk was groove, so man. smooth. That, like, nobody, you know. Um, that being said, like, at the end of the day... I mean, there is some shit that people try to dig and poke at him with, but at the end of the day, most people look back at his life and definitely, definitely respect his body of work and the fame yeah. of his music. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the insane, like, effect. They still play his music in, like, dance clubs and places and, mm-hmm. you know, at events and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, there's some like, Michael Jackson songs that are, like, still, like, the biggest pop hits of all time. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, that Thriller album and that Bad album in, like, yeah. the 80s were so definitely. fucking huge. Yeah, definitely. Like, all his shit was in... Well, that was Prince, I guess, too. Um, 
Well, he was he had like the Pepsi commercial and all that Prince. I was gonna say for some reason I want to I always want to say Michael made like a few songs for like that Batman movie with Nicholson and yeah, it was Prince's but album. I know it was I knew it was Prince, but I always think like Michael had like a song or two in it. But I'm just like no, because I mean Prince was there was literally their guy for that movie and shit. You know what I mean? Like they had him write yeah. like all kinds of shit for it, and they and, like uh, they had like some of the music videos on the set. Or like partially on you know the set of the movie and shit that they had shown, uh, or maybe there was like a few henchmen or characters like the Joker's that were in it. I watched them way back when. I don't quite remember, but like I just remember that movie was like heavily involved with Prince's fucking yeah stuff. Which who also had a like Purple Rain is one of the most famous albums of oh, yeah, all it's a fucking huge time. Album too. Honestly, yeah, nineteen ninety nine was a good album from him too. Like he he had some great. He had more of like a smooth pop vibe, but his stuff was good he too. Was so, like Michael was I like think a he dance was so, pop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. He he had like he was like a character in like another way. I feel like he was a certain. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was like, like such an alien, a creative genius of a per, like a person too. Not that Michael like wasn't, but it was just you can see it if you <coughs> kind of look at them and like their profiles on stage and how they. You know what I'm saying? Even just. Yeah. What they, you know what I'm saying? Like, the like Prince, like, that's the thing why I say he's like an alien, because that dude, like, he could have been a man or a woman. And he could, like, steal anybody's man or woman. Like, it, like the dude yeah. was very unique. They did, it was at the time, too, where, like, there was so much flamboyance, like, in, you know, all that stuff. And not that, I mean, there is, to, like, I guess to some extent, till it's just, or uh, to now, but it just, society's changed a lot and stuff, too. Um, Prince is another one that had a rough childhood too. Him and Michael yeah. Bolton. I feel like honestly, like <coughs> to turn yourself into such a character, such a unique, you know, person, like stage name, stage present, like something, like it, it almost seems like those stories are so like coincided. You know what I'm saying with people like just having just. Whether it's like crazy, maybe insecurities or just some sort of a childhood, like you know what I'm saying, drama yeah. or abuse or just whatever, like, and then they just build up this thing, this larger than life personality that they can just fucking bury all that other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's what it is. Like Make you see that in persona. You see that in different life. All forms of entertainment because of because of shit people went through and all sorts. You know, you see it in everyday life too. It's just like, I mean, you know, that's how people survive. But it's, I mean, sometimes it gets so insane. Like, when you have somebody have, like, a musical talent, like, that either one of those two had, fucking, it just hit at the right fucking time. Like, mm-hmm. both of those two were right where they needed to be at the right place at the right fucking time. Like, yeah, Michael, I mean, he, you know, he sort of at least grew up in it with the Jackson yeah, 5 yeah. and shit like that, like... I would Prince say was a rags to riches. At the end of the sure. day, I would probably say fair for Michael. Yeah, I I feel like too like like post death yeah. like his image is looked at a little better. Like people kind of look back at his career a little more and shit now because I mean yeah he obviously did have a lot of those controversy with. All that shit that happened in, you know, the 2000s and even before, but, like, which, ironically, they say that the, uh, the Pepsi ad 
it was the beginning of like what could have fucked him up because he burnt like his scalp yeah. so bad and shit, and then he got on those pills. Well, and like didn't like so many things led to like just all the shit that happened with him and yeah, and then the it, fucking... I mean it fucked his skin up. He had to get all those skin grafts, and then you know yeah. all the shit started to get fucked. That's insane, like, that all that, like, led to that, and it's, like, it wasn't even the height of his popularity yet, really. I mean, he kind of was, and, and, like, but then he still had several good years. Yeah. It's just, like, it's insane. Fucking, uh... But, yeah, I feel like whenever I was a kid, I heard a lot more, like, yeah, negativity and jokes and shit like that about him Definitely than from, I do, like, now. Really, even primary school through fucking, like, like yeah, was still, like, death and shit. Um, but yeah, that shit, I don't know, I, at the end of the day, that's, that's probably what I would say. Um, I guess would I have one more? Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I might just go right off of, uh, since Better Call Saul is tonight, it's actually now, but we're gonna get to it here soon. <laughs> Fucking, I'll throw a better, or a Breaking Bad character out there for you, how about this? Gus Spring. We've never done Gus, have we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Gus just was about him. potentially my favorite character in the show. You think? I thought, like, I mean, his, he, just his overall persona I loved. Yeah. Like, because he was, like, maybe really, like, the biggest evil and the biggest villain in the show. Mm-hmm. But he had, like, that, like, such chill, calm, collected businessman vibe to him all the time. He's like soft-spoken and... <sighs> Sir, you have a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> he would almost like make motions like he was robotic sometimes. Yeah. He just... Sir! <laughs> I've invited you into my home. <laughs> Prepared food. <laughs> or like... Whenever the DEA was questioning him, and he's just like, he was trying to show no, he was trying to completely keep it cool, and they were looking into him and the being, like, the guy, like, running this, like, the meth operation and everything. Yeah. And he was just, like, he was trying to take it easy and, you know, stay cool and collected, like, whenever he's getting interviewed by Kank and, you know, the other DEA officers, APD, um, and shit. Like, I mean, he... He kept it together, but that's one of those things, like, I swear, like, man, not even to sound, I'm not going to pinpoint what accent anyway, but, like, sometimes I swear, if I had an accent, it'd be so much easier to hide shit in an accent, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, be like, uh, like, I don't know how to describe it, but you can just make shit sound a little smoother, a little more, yeah. uh, not, you know what I'm saying, like, a little more nonchalant. Yeah, and I'm like, man. But, like, the way he presented himself, like, he stayed close to, he stayed close to, like, the, um, you know, the DEA. And, like, he was always, like, charity, like, giving like, charity <coughs> money and stuff like that. He was always showing up at the yeah. fun run events. He was always doing stuff like that. Like, he would, he would, he was the example of, like, keep your friends close, your enemies closer kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. and that's even what Hank said. Like, what if it's a case of, of that? And they're like, I don't know, Hank, you're reaching. Like, because as much evidence as it seemed like he had, they still doubted somebody was well put together as him. There's no way he would do any like shit. A chicken chain. Yeah, yeah, and he just owned like, like 14 of them or something. Yeah, he was around 
the cops and the DA and all that shit all the time because yeah he was always donating everything and mm-hmm. he was at every charity thing and so, yeah he seemed like he was yeah just a, a normal pretty like good for the community businessman you know oh yeah on paper and it's wild because if Walt hadn't like made that meth like nobody ever would have even known and like the shit that Gus and his dealings with the cartel and shit like all that <laughs> came to fruition at the same time and then like in the same breath, he's the guy that just, like, fucking comes down and just fucking chokes a dude to death in front of him and shit. Oh, and, like, takes the box cutter to fucking Hector's, like, throat or whatever the fuck? It's just... The box cutter would be not a great way to go. No, because those are, like, little slices. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's not a very big blade. No. Retracto or whatever the fuck those brands are. Exacto <laughs> <laughs> uh, knife, yeah. Yeah, like the exacto knives. <laughs> <laughs> retract <laughs> I guess it makes sense if it was the ones that you got gotta slide that would up make sense for me retracto yeah, yeah. <laughs> my retracto Give knife one of those retracto blades <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I honestly think he's he's definitely one of the most intriguing yeah. characters of the series that's for sure I mean, I really liked, and it was just interesting because, like, whenever you had like Mike's aspect, and Mike was like hired on by Gus, yeah. he didn't. He didn't. They show in Better Call Saul like he didn't initially want to be with him, and then he like you know Gus, you know he got Mike to do some jobs and stuff for him, so he just kind of acquainted with him after a while. But like, there's so many just rich characters though still in there. Like even the ones that are a little, you know, it's like, oh man, he was a motherfucker, <laughs> or she was, or whatever. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, I like I liked Tuco and Hector too, just like their shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tuco was a son of a bitch too. <laughs> yeah, he was crazy. The Salamanca brothers were fucking insane. Like, yeah. they came up and tried like slaughtering Walt and then getting Hank. Yeah, they were nuts. <laughs> yeah, they got involved with some not great people, you know? No. <laughs> One man's decision. Honestly though, like I I mean, they still would have... I might say... They would have still been dealing with Gus. Yeah. But without Walt, I mean, a lot of that shit wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, now other people getting involved and trying to kill them. You gonna say? I honestly might say Gus is, like, slightly underrated. You think? Yeah. Just, like... Yeah, I feel like he's one of my favorite characters, but also, like, when, uh, like, a lot of people, when you, like, go back and look at the show or talk about the show, I feel like he's not, like, one of the first topics of conversation, usually. You know, it's like, he kind of takes a a back seat to, like, mm-hmm. Walt, Jesse, and Walt's family, and Hank, and all them, you know? I think, like, because once the last 16 happened, too, like, Gus's story ended in the last yeah. episode of, you know, of, of 4, and, like... It happened what seems like a little early on, or earlier, but it, I mean, it was kind of like in the middle of the series and shit, or a little later, but he, um, but he affected so many things that happened in the show, like, after that, you know what I mean? Like, just with yeah. fucking, like, and then Walt obviously decided to blow the place apart and shit. With Hector, he was down, he had to take himself and Gus out at the same time, and he was old, yeah. so he didn't give a fuck. He's <laughs> just like looking all pissed at him and shit. Oh, that was an insane. And then they have him walk out of the of the room like and fix his yeah. like tie. 
But then they pan around, and he's like Two-Face, and he just... Yeah. Falls down. It's kind of insane that he still (laughs) walked out of the room and like... Fucking yeah, just himself like, and shit. And when we watched that, I think mean, you were like, "What?" Like he, like that's what I thought. I was like, "He walked out of the room. What the fuck?" You'd have enough time. And just <laughs> adjust his shit. <laughs> so yeah, fucking no. He blew half his head off. I can though. I can see that. I can definitely see a case for Gus being underrated. Um, because after like his story ended, like the last sixteen, like I mean, they were a little bit still in the aftermath of Gus, Gus's stuff, but they transitioned out of that into Walt being done, and then that's kind of when the last eight episodes air, you know? And then those fucking were absurdly good. Like, yeah. Uh, that, that like, season finale, like, those... The whole season four of Breaking Bad was insane, honestly. It was fucking... It was damn good. Yeah, it started... Yeah, season four was really good. That finale. I feel like it. Everything wrapped just started up so to, well. I mean, that was definitely one of those shows that it can be classified as slow burn or whatever. That just kind of continuously builds and builds and builds mm-hmm. until it just erupts. Oh yeah. But some of those earlier seasons, I mean, you know, they some of those episodes really brought it too. Oh yeah, they did. No, it. It was just building it to eventually it would become you know Hank finding out and everything, and I mean the story is in history now, but fucking. We got one more season of Better Call Saul left, and then uh, it's over. Now, I will even say, they've kicked around, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but just a few small rumors about a uh, like a Gus spinoff. Mm. I don't know if that would happen, because if Breaking Bad, you know, if this really is it, I don't know what they do. I mean, I guess it could be before, and him dealing with the cartel and stuff more and all that. Could be kind of cool. Um but that's just what I've heard. I haven't heard that from any major news sources or anything like that, but I've just heard a couple rumors about a Gus spinoff at some point. So, I mean, I could see him doing it if we just going back to talking about the everything expanding their universe kind of shit. Exactly. Yeah, and Better Call Saul introduced a lot of stuff. Like, it took a while to get going, but there is, I mean, they've put out some phenomenal episodes for sure. The first few seasons were good. It was just a little, and it was a little even slower, I would say, than, you know, certainly a lot of the the Breaking Bad early on stuff. But it was just, like, it was a different thing. I mean, he was dealing with all his, like, lawyer stuff at the beginning of Better Call Saul, you know? Yeah. And then transitioning into Saul from Jimmy McGill. So, I can't wait, though, watch this fucking premiere, or both episodes, or whatever the hell this is about to be. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're about an hour here. Good, the bad, and the shits, man. They always take good old time. They do. See, they're a good time. End up going into everything. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much does it for episode number 38. We will be back soon with a guest in a new episode until then. Hell yeah. Keep fucking going. Adios.